0: And we're back. Thanks for joining us on the Coruscant Nights podcast. We're very happy to have you here. My name is Cooper. Alongside me, as always, is Mark. Hello there. And Jack.
1: Hello, there, everyone.
0: Today, we are doing our Ahsoka preview. It is coming out in a couple of days. We're very, very excited. We'll be covering all the episodes on the channel, discussing it, breaking it down. Today, we're just doing a preview based off of some of the trailer footage and notes that we've got from the series. And I want to get straight into it. I'm going to ask you guys a question to start off. How important is it for Disney to get this show right, and how important is it for it to do well?
1: Yeah, that's a very good
2: question. I think it's pretty obvious, and I think the answer to both is very important, considering in my, and I think a lot of fans' opinions, the Disney shows recently have been pretty subpar. And considering this is one of the most beloved characters, I would say, in the fan base, especially for Clone Wars, if they if they destroy the legacy of Ahsoka like they have with many other characters, Luke, Luke then I think there will be a bit of uproar. <laughs> you just love to throw a dig at Luke, yeah, every time at Luke. Not at Luke, at the last
0: Jedi. Oh
1: <laughs> god. Uh yeah, following on that, I do think recently they've hit a uh, very low peak of their content. So they already announced that they're going to cut down a bit on the amount of stuff they're showing in terms of TV and even media to focus on. Apparently they're going to focus on uh, better content uh, and making it actually, you know, good. <laughs> Cause I think even <laughs> they realized some of the stuff they put out just to get content out was pretty poor and unfinished stuff. So it's a bit annoying when you, when you're a fan who wants to just see good quality stuff. However, with Star Wars as a whole, they, aside from like Andor and um probably just Road One. No, nah, but that's, that's for a long, like I'm talking about recently, Star Wars. Stuff. Recently. Yeah. yeah they, they've really had so many misses. Like the Obi-Wan yeah. show was meant to be, a lot of people saying that was a do or die because it's legacy characters. And that wasn't done very good in my opinion. It was no. it was fun seeing them back. I think that was, was probably nostalgia blinds how good the show was because, man, every time I like look at stuff about it, it's just poor, poor mm. everything. Even the visuals, they they spent so much on Andor, practical sets and everything, it just looks better. Like, it was just visually a better experience as a consumer. So I'm hoping that Ahsoka, for being such a beloved character and someone who is already being so cemented in this franchise, can be delivered justice and, quote, unquote, be the hero and saviour for Disney and Disney Plus. <laughs> Yeah. Nice.
2: And I think the fact that they've realized that they should maybe slow down a bit and try to do a bit more quality over quantity is a good sign. Yeah, let's just hope that it turns out positive results.
0: Mm. I was just gonna add quickly and say, I mean, you look at what Disney have released for Star Wars this year. So we got the last um couple of episodes of The Bad Batch, season two. I liked it. I know I know Mark liked it. You weren't yeah. too much of a fan, Jack. We got Mando Season 3, which was... I think everyone can agree that was a bit of a disappointment. Mm -hmm. And then Vision Season 2. That's it. Um, So we haven't had a very exciting release um, slate in 2023. So this is kind of the chance to... I,
2: I I think Ahsoka has been kind of the thing everyone's been waiting for for the whole year as well. So I think all that build-up has also kind of resulted in, as you said, like the do or die sort of thing.
1: I but think too- also leading off the Mando season two when she came in, that was, when you think about it, we've already had another whole Mandalorian season on that kind of cliffhanger tease for this character. So it's kind of like everyone's just wanting to see where her story kind of progresses into this mm.
0: now. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, I've got another question, and I don't know if this is confirmed or not, Actually, I think it is confirmed. So, Hayden Christensen is coming into the series, right? Yeah. I
2: believe that's the case. Yep.
0: Give me an approximate. How long over the whole series do you think he's going to be in this series for? Good question. Mark, do you want
2: to go? Personally, I think he won't be in it for long. I think it'll be like Obi-Wan when he was like, when it was Anakin. It was only for like a few flashback sort of things. I'm guessing that's going to be the case here as well. So, we shall see. Yeah,
1: without getting into theories and hopes and stuff, yeah. because we're going to do that later, I would like to think that they would do sort of a situation where you see him only briefly in a flashback. However, I do want to have him as like the recurring kind of at least voice in her head or at least ghost of the of, yeah. uh, Anakin as a Jedi. Being like written. a mentor still? Like a mentor, like Luke kind of is as the force ghost. I kind of want to have him be kind of her eyes and ears and like, because she still has a lot to learn. I think even as her being the master she is now, she really didn't get her complete training. She had to do a lot on her own. So I think it'd be good to try to have that other perspective and just kind of have him be, or Hayden, kind of be in the show a bit more frequently. However, not overshadowing... The other cast members
0: well that's the thing right because from what we can kind of look at this is a big story focusing on incorporating the rebels and mm. looking at thrawn and you've got these new characters Balin and shin coming in and you've got the inquisitor as well it's like there's a lot going on mm. how on earth is anakin going to fit into this story that is going to serve his character well and be meaningful but not overshadow mm. So, I was more thinking that it would be very, very brief that he shows up, maybe like a Qui-Gon situation in the Obi-Wan show right at the end, where it's just kind of there for, not just for, like, nostalgia and just for the sake of being there, but to show that there is progression for Ahsoka, that moving forward, if she survives in this series, which we'll get into later, Mm. that, you know, there's that bond that they've built and that that is something that could be explored. Into yeah. the future. Yeah, completely totally. agree. Yeah. All right. Um. What other? Oh, uh, Yeah, okay. What do you guys think about the episode runtimes? Because we've gotten three episode runtimes released so far for the first three episodes. Episode one is about 58 minutes. Episode two is 40, 42 minutes. And then episode three is only about 35 minutes. <laughs> I know we're all very sick and tired of seeing the short episode runs, uh, runtimes, but do you think that shorter episode like lengths mean that the story will be unfocused and unbalanced?
1: Hmm. Uh, I'll say my part on this. I think there's been a lot of, um, kind of ideas about, how longer runtimes mean better story, and I think, in my opinion, if so, we all know that Dave Filoni is the helm of every single episode for this. I think, especially with some early kind of uh, reviews on it and stuff, saying how it seems a lot more focused and stuff. I believe that runtimes don't equate to good storytelling. So I think I'd be happy if a thirty-minute, let's say, of like not including credits, like pure thirty minutes of just the show could easily be top tier Star Wars content for us and still lead into a good one to eight, eight, six, eight. Eight, eight, one to eight storytelling into like a movie. We don't want it to be like episodic kind of, it's good Clone Wars style having like episodes, but they all have an overarching arc kind of thing. Mm. This is just like a long eight episode arc and Filoni has already known how to do this TV show format and stuff. I think it'll be perfect. And I don't think the runtime will affect it. I just think it's people like to blame the runtimes for poor storytelling. And I just think that's just unfair because the storytelling is just simply bad. Don't blame it on short length. You know what I mean? A long, for example, one of my least favorite episodes in The Mandalorian season three was that, was it number three? The Coruscant it, episode. Yeah. The one where it was just the new public like, one. Yeah. It oh, felt, yeah, like that's a, what I was singing as well. It felt, andor it was a good episode but it doesn't fit the story kind of of mandalorian in my example in my opinion and it didn't have him in it at all and it and because it was so long and it was so long and long doesn't like when i saw that runtime ahead of time i was like oh it's gonna be peak action you're gonna have a lot of good development with mando din and and even Bo. however it was just the complete opposite so i think Mm. runtime doesn't equate to good story for these episodes kind of structure
2: I I will say that I pretty much agree that as long as it's done well, because there were some shorter Mandalorian episodes that weren't very entertaining and were pretty much just filler.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So I don't I don't think filler is a good thing to have. But I was gonna say, when it comes to long versus run short uh, short run times, I think it's it's okay to have short run times. But I feel like if they do that, they need to have more episodes personally. Because I think it's all about the total amount of time. If it's like a short season that are all like 20 to 30 minutes, then I feel like that's too short. But Mm. if they're all 40, 50 minutes and there's only like six to eight episodes, I wouldn't have much of an issue with it.
1: Yeah.
0: You've pretty much nailed exactly why I asked the question. Because my thing was, I feel like when... We've seen this a lot with Disney shows recently. And even with The Mandalorian Season 3, you get these long episodes followed by really short episodes, and it just feels so unbalanced, Yeah. and it just makes for really awkward viewing because one week, you're really invested in a, in a long episode, but then the next episode is over really quickly, and just the story... Anyway, so... The one I yeah. think
2: of is that um, fairly short Mandalorian episode that had Jack Black in it. <laughs> and, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that was just entirely filler for memory.
1: Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, a- and sure. The thing is, I think. Um, oh damn! I had it in my head, but then I forgot what I was gonna gonna say. Actually, to be honest, um, doing a mark. Yeah, I'm doing a mark. <laughs> However, with this being eight episodes, it's more than like the usual six that Star Wars things like to do. So I'm hoping that they actually planned it out just better. And like since Dave is at the helm, I reckon that it'll be a better overall written show. So,
0: I think. Do you mean like? because i'm pretty sure star wars
1: oh everyone did six i was
0: gonna say because mando six. does eight that's a mistake i make as well i thought mando did six but um i think maybe you were thinking marvel titles as well just because oh, of
1: that's disney still falls it's on disney. The... Oh, it's yeah, the disney Obi-Wan... format it's the disney yeah, format everyone was just meant to be TV. a um, movie and then you see what happens kind of thing so it's, it's i don't know they just have to be consistent i think with how they structure it and stuff so yeah yeah
0: all right um I might pose you guys a theory that I have now and then we can kind of go around the table and have a discussion about some of your theories because I'm interested to hear them. My first one is kind of a joke, so I'm going to say it first. I think that in this series, Chopper might be imprisoned for all of his war crimes, finally. He has long been described as the most evil character in Star Wars simply because of how many killings he gets away with. Um, and he just kind of makes <laughs> roar, roar, noises like he's so excited about it. So, you know, I wouldn't be disappointed to see Chopper in jail. Just saying, my no, I'm real sure could theory easily, sure you'd easily get out, <laughs> uh, probably, probably. break out. My real theory, and I kind of don't know, I'll leave this one and let you guys discuss about it. Uh, I think Ahsoka could die in the series, I think that because the series is focusing on the rebels as well and given that ahsoka's mission i mean her story has evolved so much and we've seen so much of it and we know she dies by rise of skywalker so there's only going to be a 30 minute oh not 30 minute 30 year gap between now and right oh is it yeah 30 um that she's still alive for i think it could give a meaningful end to Her character, unless they're planning to do a second season. I don't know. And just, but that is something I think could be a possibility.
1: I think it's, I don't agree with that, actually. I think because they've announced that they're having a Mandoverse movie. And I think that they're making Thrawn be the big bad. I think then, obviously, I don't think, ah, look, I'll be safe to uh, put my money on that. He won't die at the end of this Thrawn at the end of the show. So I'm gonna bank on that he either wins or he gets away with whatever he's doing in the show and making him be the threat that he is well deserved to be. And I think Ahsoka, Luke, and all them, Mando, Boba in the movie will all be together and then maybe she might play do the sacrificing play because I think I don't think in her first live action show they're gonna have her die. Unless, like you know what I mean. Unless I do a season two, but I'm not sure. Unless
2: there's yeah. something, you know, with the world between worlds or something.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'll get into that later. There's already been, you know, stuff about the world between worlds and what's possibly going to happen, which I'm very, very excited about. However, I just, I don't know. I feel like there's no chance, there's no chance at all that she'll die in the show. I don't know. Express- yeah, I, I don't they really think that me? either. If they didn't announce the movie, I reckon there's a higher likelihood. You know what I mean?
0: That's my opinion. Okay. Um, Mark, do you have any theories at all?
2: I don't necessarily have theories, but I guess you could kind of count this as one. Mine are all kind of more like what I hope to see. But I'll I'll say that, as we've already mentioned, I'm pretty sure Hayden Christensen is confirmed to be in the show. So I was just thinking that it would be really cool if we saw him either as a ghost, or maybe even both, if he came in as a ghost, as you said, Cooper, earlier with Qui-Gon, how he did it in in Kenobi, but or even, I reckon, as Darth Vader, maybe in a flashback or something, I think if we got to see both of those, then it would be really cool, and also they could then perhaps compare the Darth Vader to Anakin, and even he could have something to say about himself, possibly to Ahsoka. I
1: have a theory but i do think cooper has a similar one maybe i'm not too sure we mentioned i mentioned it before we started recording this podcast but i don't know if i want to get into it yet so i'll let cooper um, segue into the next uh ideas i think if you want
0: Who was it about a particular character
1: yeah uh i don't remember <laughs> okay do you want me to do
0: you want yeah, to yeah,
1: Do to do now do it now, do it now. All right, so if we're going about theories i reckon ezra's going to play a quite Yeah, quite a large um, role in this. I want to believe that he will be evil in the show and hopefully redeemed or not. Could be a great plot twist if he just doesn't ever become good again and Sabine has to deal with the fact that she's lost someone very close to her and endearing to her. But because I'm getting this vibe simply from one, the trailer only showing him in hologram version. They're very hesitant to show him in live action properly Mm -hmm. like doing something. And Obviously, he went away with Thrawn the last time we saw him. We've already seen that he's open to being manipulated even by the Emperor in the world between worlds kind of stuff. So I would actually like, and it would make Thrawn even more imposing if he, not a Force-sensitive being, can convert a jet, like an up-and-coming Jedi to be on his side. And I don't want to say that this Inquisitor that we see with the helmet is Ezra. I hope it's not. No. I really hope it's not. We already got the name apparently confirmed. Which sounds eerily like Starkiller's name, so I, I don't know, but I do actually want to see Ezra be on the villainous side of this show and series, and and have that kind of dynamic between them, because who doesn't love those kind of dynamics? So yeah, it'd you know, certainly be interesting. Yeah, yeah.
0: My my thing is, so I'd be down to see that, but I have said in one of my notes, I do not want to see l- villains turn to the light side. Or villains die easily. So if Ezra is going to be a villain, he needs to die. A They're going to die. I just, I feel like I just have some goddamn feeling in my head that one of the Inquisitor, Balin, Shin, mm. Ezra will turn to the light side again. I just, yeah, I have I'm, a feeling that they'll do that, and it's just going to just. It is possible. So yeah.
1: stupid. I'm feeling very Shin would orientated. I don't know the way she's portrayed in these trailers, like. Yeah, no, up and coming powerful princess. One rip to um, Ray, Ray Stevenson. Yeah. So I don't think he'll even if. Well, I don't know what his fate will be in the show. I don't think he'll be re- uh, returning because they're not going to. I don't think they'll do that to him. So I feel like um, Shin will be the leading return to light, maybe, which would be annoying. And I don't want another theory. I don't know if it's a theory. It's just a hope not for. I think is for Sabine to be forced sensitive. We've haven't. Mm. We've had enough. Yeah. Of- People being force sensitive, random people that we don't know beforehand. We all know she's well equipped with a lightsaber due to a dark saber training with Uh Kanan. So we, she, she fine, use the lightsaber, whatever. I don't mind, but just don't make her force sensitive. Um, I agree with that one. So I, I think Cooper's right. We've had too many similar storylines with um, yeah. Jedi and Sith going back and forth, back and forth. But I think Ezra staying maybe evil, but not dying easy, might be an interesting. Uh, maybe he might continue later in the movie, even franchise being the leading sith withdrawn maybe by his side so it could be interesting
0: i think it would increase the stakes as well especially heading into the movie because it gives the characters something more to fight for
1: yeah to bring him back if their
0: friend is still like alive and you know able to be redeemed that is something that i think would interest sabine definitely ahsoka Uh, But I liked your point about we're not seeing him physically in Mm. trailer reactions. Like we see, oh not trailer, trailer footage. We see Thrawn. He looks fine, but we don't see Ezra. So, but to be fair, I just feel like if you think about Thrawn's council at the moment, if Ezra was included in that, you got, uh, I forgot her name, but the magistrate, uh, we don't know if the inquisitors are part of his thing. yet. I think he might be. Balin and Shin are. Balin and Shin definitely are. Yeah. And then Ezra, that's, that's potentially perfect. five people mm-hmm. who are who have major influence over him and the galaxy or yeah. hand, and who can be influenced by him. So, I just feel like if you build up that much, I mean, that builds a good story, yeah. but that's just a lot of power to give someone where we don't really know what happened. That's another thing I'll just mention quickly. We need to find out what happened to exactly. Ezra and Thrawn when they went to hyperspace. I'm, like, sure. Back or something, I'm sure that they'll
1: explain that. They
0: should. They, they, they need to. They, they need to. They
1: surely can't leave that out. No. But then but then again, I don't know. Ah, oh, this is interesting. I don't know, because they already said that you don't need to watch they said it's recommended to watch the other um shows like Rebels and Clone Wars. However, what does that mean? Maybe that means they don't even explore it or they full on retell the whole ending of uh Rebels and people are like right, what is happening they with the will... whales? and like what it could be crazy if they don't actually mention it. I reckon they might yeah. not. I reckon they might not. Uh
2: I don't see how they
1: could go through this show and not mention at least what happened to Thrawn and Azros. So. However, I don't know, man. I they said that you don't need so I'm like, ah, oh, it's a bit uh, it's a bit worrying actually when when you think of it, especially with that storyline left unopened, uh, and unen- uh, um, not closed, I guess you could say. So it's a bit worrying, yeah,
0: it is. Um, and I guess we'll. We'll wait and see what happens. Uh, my other comment was just going to be: I really think that they need to nail the rebels, the mm-hmm. the Ghost Crew. And I know we haven't seen any footage yet of Zeb and Callus, and technically they're away from the fight. I am pretty certain that they will show up. It's not just going to be Herod and Sabine. Yeah, well we haven't seen show Zeb. Up. Well, me. we have seen Zeb, but they he'll he'll like he hasn't been seen in trailer footage, so I think he'll show up with Callus. Even though they were off doing their own thing. Um mm. but they just need to get them right because they are so beloved by a lot of lot of fans. I love Rebels. They're probably Rebels I would put uh, I can't remember what I ranked uh Rebels
1: next to Clone Wars, but they just mean a lot. I was gonna say I think the Rebels being such an intimate crew that you follow for the whole time when Clone Wars yes. you have different arcs. Yeah. So I prefer Clone Wars because you get to see perspectives from multiple sides of the war. However, you feel more, um, you feel more for the rebels uh, crew with with them the entire time. I think that's that's why they want to get them done so right. I think is the most important thing.
0: Yeah, and look, I think they've got the actors and actresses to make that happen. I think that a lot of the casting makes sense. I've yet to see a couple of them actually on screen before, so we're getting. I'm I'm seeing some of these characters uh, actors for the first time, which is exciting, but uh, just. I think Dave Filoni, I mean, I I like to think about it with The Mandalorian. I thought they were doing the right thing, that they would take care of their baby, but they didn't. So yeah. I just hope they do it. it.
1: Was some executive decisions that could have led to a bit of a not linear story for season three, which is mm. why it was so... Different. Conflict of interest. Yeah, yeah. I think that could have been maybe an issue. But I would like to maybe draw a different uh, point of uh, topic of discussion up, if that's all right. All uh-huh. right. I want to know what you guys think, because I have an interesting take. Uh, However, we see him in multiple trailer shots, so I don't know. But I don't think this Inquisitor will actually last long. However, we see him in the forest, and we see him on the docks, or wherever they are. But I don't... We already know Ahsoka could deal with Inquisitors so with ease. So it wouldn't make sense if this Inquisitor is just another Inquisitor. That's what I'm trying to think. Cause I'm like, if he's just another Inquisitor, she should deal with him with ease. Like he's not gonna be as powerful as a Sith Lord. So unless it's like Barris, or it's or it's um even Ezra, you know what I mean, or it's like a clone like Star Killer, <laughs> some some crazy like wild like that. There's no way this Inquisitor would survive that long. I don't know. Like, what do you guys think?
0: Um. So. It's kind of hard to know because the Inquisitor program, from what I understand, fell with the Empire. Yeah, that's why I'm like. So, unless, a... unless this is a, like a rogue Inquisitor, that'd be kind of cool. Mm. But I think it's probably going to be Barris mm. uh, just no, because yeah, that would, if, they're, if this is going to be a one off series, a limited series, and this is Ahsoka's show, bring back everyone that's Im- had okay. an impact on her life. Mm. And it would make sense for Barris to still be alive. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, So I think it, and if the Inquisitor, we've seen her and her slash him slash them in multiple shots. So yes, we I do know powerful. they survive the first encounter.
1: Just a clip they showed uh, a little bit. They didn't show the full fight. They just showed that they were there on the docks, which we've seen in trailers before. So yeah, interesting to see. I have a, I have a feeling that's going to be episode one. Hmm. Or, yeah, I don't know, maybe two I'm feeling like one will be a very Just due to the length of it This is my theory about the first two episodes So keep in mind, people listening and watching I have only seen non-spoiler Kind of like, oh, it's a very good show Like typical, you know, you can't trust anyone Apart from your own opinions That's why I watch it for yourself and have your own opinion But due to the length and run times Of these two episodes I feel like the first one's going to be very exposition And like introducing you to all these characters And where they are at the stage of time and the second one is a bit more snappy with getting into the main... Beat getting getting the back. band back together. Yeah, with the fight maybe of the docks and stuff. I don't know. I reckon the, yeah, I reckon there's going to be action in the first one, but not that kind of scene. I don't know. It'll be interesting, though, to see how they... Yeah. This is going to be the most interesting thing to actually see is how they go from start to finish of this show, you know. Yeah. And
0: also, how on earth... Because the story from... Like, we understand which is you know they've got to find Azra, stop Thrawn that seems very linear so
1: what's going to happen in the show that's going to change the course world between worlds that is the thingy, mabob that they're going to have to, they're all going to go after I can tell you that now 100% I was actually going
2: to bring up world between worlds so if we want we can talk let's, about that now let's do it Mikey yeah, go right.
1: Well, <laughs> all, that's all I was
2: going to say. I was going to bring it up because I was going to ask you guys if you think it's going to appear, but by the sounds of it, Jack, you think it's going to be a major plot point? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure in the trailer didn't, there was a bit that looked like it might be the world between worlds, but we mm-hmm. no one's confirmed it, so we weren't really sure. Mm-hmm. But I think that would be really interesting if they did bring it in. And then I let, who knows? Warren,
1: Warren wants. I feel like he's aiming for that. I feel like maybe his uh-huh. whole grand plan, why, you ask? because I reckon he's going to try and bring back, I reckon this could be one of the Emperor's contingency plans, because obviously he knew about the world between worlds from Rebels. So I reckon he's going to have some sort of manipulative, like, oh, let's, you know, get some old people from, he doesn't care about timeline, he doesn't care about how because of what's already happened. Like, they're already in such a hovel, the Empire, and they're gone, right? So I feel like his main plan is to bring back people from the past and bring them into the present day, which I think is going to have, implications on our protagonists i feel like we're going to see oh <laughs> crazy just had an idea in my head what if we actually don't get present-day anakin at all not in force ghost not even in flashbacks but we only see him from the world between worlds on his state in like revenge of the sith or or attack of the clones or something you know what i mean and that's why they had to reenact the scene or something and have ahsoka go to like change the course of the the timeline but then realizes that oh this happened for the you know a reason. We can't mess with fate. I can't save Anakin from becoming Darth in that last fight where he gets burnt, kind of thing. You know what I mean? Or so, alternate version of them. Maybe it's Ahsoka fighting Anakin, or or Ahsoka stays on the. Oh, it could be. It could be anything. It could okay. Be.
0: No, I like I like it, and the world between us definitely opens up that possibility. But there is one thing that you are f- forgetting mm-hmm. is. Even in the realm of possibility for Disney to stretch that far, yeah, really, you reckon so?
1: It's Falony at the helm, Cooper. You have to, you have to believe anything at this point in time. He is unreal with his storytelling and and able to do this kind of stuff. You know why? Because they're not going to go through with like changing what's already happened. You know what I mean? No, no. Like, definitely. but they can show it and be like, oh, alternate kind of uh, reality or like, it's what if, but not what if. Like, it doesn't actually happen, but it's like what if she impl- like. Affected this or like pulled him into the world, you know what I mean? Could be anything. And then, as Mark will probably wish to believe, they could just redo the entire sequel uh, trip. Oh, you talk! Oh, that's what I was about <laughs> to say. I was just
2: about <laughs> to say about ninety-nine percent sure they wouldn't do it, but I would be so happy if they retcon the sequels
1: <laughs> with world between.
2: Worlds. They have the they have the possibility
1: of doing it. Oh, that's so funny! Imagine the, if it happened.
0: The world between worlds is just so powerful, like. Even more surely, cover. surely Luke would know about that. Uh,
2: I don't know. I've never really liked the concept of world between worlds. I, I saw him rebels, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I saw this this thing about in my mind about recon <laughs> about reconing the sequels. All of a sudden, I like it.
1: I don't know. I feel like I don't want them to be like the world between worlds is like something everyone can get into. It's something that can change everything. I want to just almost see the world between worlds, as, like, such a powerful thing that no one can get. Like, it's, but, it's canon. But, like, yeah. no one actually utilises its ability to full potential. So, it doesn't change the course of anything, but you can see what happens if you could use, you know what I mean? Like a like a, a mirrorball kind of thing. It's like, oh, what if, you know...
0: Okay, so, crystal of even if that's the case, even if it's just the world between worlds, they're not going to get eight episodes out of that. So, what mm-hmm. else happens in this series that takes it all the way to eight episodes. The trailer oh, it footage that
1: we've seen has been re, redone redone over and over again. There's so much that they're hiding from us. Eight episodes. They're leading into a movie they already said. I, know. They're gonna, I reckon they're going to have Thrawn and win at the end. There's going to be massive fights, maybe Luke interactions. There could be anything. The realm of possibilities for this is infinite. You know what I mean? This or it, could just be,
2: it could just be that the world between worlds is the peak or what do you call it, the climax of the series at the end. And it could be yeah. that they're all, as you said, Trying to find it, trying to figure out how to use it Love throughout it. the season.
1: Mm.
0: I also realised that we've still got a, still got the New Republic stuff as well.
2: Because well, Ez- Ezra, when we've seen the trailer, appears as a hologram. So maybe he's, maybe he's sent Good a thing, message or something about like, getting to the world between worlds. You never maybe.
1: know. Maybe we have different things where Ahsoka and the Ghost Crew have to stop, like Thrawn's plans, not just for the world between worlds, but maybe, you know, they said they're trying to prevent the war, there's going to be obviously politics within it for the New Republic and stuff. So maybe there's like, they have to be sent as like kind of um like, a, I guess you could say like a re- like a rebel's crew, and they have to go stop the different things that Thoron's doing to other worlds and other planet and stuff. We see him flying between these big-ass creatures and stuff. I'm like, what well, like, they must be going on adventures, you know what I mean? So like, I reckon there's other stuff than just the World Between Worlds.
0: I don't uh, know. I'm so, I'm so nervous for this series. I'm very
1: nervous too, but I'm also very excited just because of the possibilities. However, I'm sceptical, skept- very sceptical. I'm
0: very excited.
2: I just don't want to get my ho- my hopes too high and then have them be crushed. Exactly.
1: It's too oh. serious. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's
0: it's crazy to think that it's literally
1: coming out in three days' time. It feels like it's been a long time since it's been announced, though. I know. But it then, does, but then it's creeping up so fast now. So now I don't know. I'm very nervous. I yeah. We're obviously when the episode comes out, you guys are going to get a uh, on Instagram. You guys are going to get a uh, mini um score in a... of our opinions about the first two episodes. But yeah, we're very excited to get through and all, all this and unpack it as it comes. But I'm very seven,
0: seven weeks of just hopefully an amazing story with mm. meaningful character conclusions slash development slash introductions and just really brings together. I think this is the series that will bring the Star Wars community together because it's bringing together prequel fans, Clone Wars fans, original mm-hmm. fans and Rebels fans yeah. all, and comics fans all into one. So I, I have, I do have even fans of the books like the Thrawn yeah. books.
1: Anthony Empire. When she says that in the trailer, it's so goosebump worthy. So yeah, I just hope they really show the. Uh... I don't want Thrawn to just show up, show up and appear as just like, oh yeah, he's just working on this in the sideline kind of thing. I want him to be screen time heavy too.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: I want to yeah. see what he. I know Mark definitely wants him to uh, to be in. Yes, Empire. one of my
2: points was uh, hopefully Thrawn is as badass as he was in Rebels.
1: Exactly. So well... I want to see him actually do stuff, not just be like I am doing stuff and you can't see I it. don't want him
2: to just be like in the shadows, in the background mm-hmm. throughout the series. I want him to be like or a like really, Ma- imp- really important main antagonist who has as you said, a lot of screen time. You see him talking to all his little goons and everything.
0: Mm. So we can all agree that Thrawn's like, he's he's got brute strength. We've seen that in, in Rebels, but his he's most up here. Yeah, his most like... Intellect. Yeah, his mm-hmm. intellect is probably his biggest asset. I think seeing that and seeing it in Rebels is fantastic. Just the way he unpacks different situations—that needs to happen again in this series.
1: I think he was a bit. I think he was a bit nerfed in the Rebels show, though. In my opinion, I feel like in this show they have to actually show that. Oh, he's learned from his mistakes. He got a little bit bested by them, but he he didn't didn't really, really. He didn't really lose. Like he, he lost in the way that he didn't achieve by like taking them down or anything. But I feel like now. He realises how much he has to improve on himself, kind of. Maybe, like, he has this conflict within him, kind of saying, like, how have I failed this? You know, I'm so much better than this. I need to step up, kind of thing. And then he goes on the next level crazy, you know? Yeah. Um,
2: I But the other thing is I don't want him to be too overpowered and too flawless as an antagonist.
1: Oh, of course. But I it would be almost better to see him almost unbeatable at the point in time, kind of like he's untouchable, but then they have to figure out a way to breach that kind of thing. Because
2: I Well, I think what I like in Rebels is they, they had like that he was, you know, he, he, he was always usually a step ahead of the Rebels, but there were times when he went, you know, oh, they bested me this time. You know, there's...
1: Yeah, yeah it's like a chess game. But,
2: yeah. Exactly. It's like a chess game. There are flaws in his plans, in his moves, and mm-hmm. I don't want it to see just everything just fall straight into place without oh, any, I'll, you know, drawbacks. I, really
1: want I want that to be... To begin with, I want the rebels to be to be on the on the brink of destruction. Well, they... yeah.
2: You can't you can know. easily have that as well as Thrawn having some setbacks.
1: Yeah. I don't want it to be like every single episode like, oh, Rebels won this episode No, next episode Thrawn's back at him again. Oh no, they lost the game. Like that's kind of what Rebels a little bit felt like to me some sometimes because Thrawn would just randomly do weird stuff like send out his goons instead of doing something himself and like just I don't know. I feel like but, it's
2: that's the thing I feel like because it's all, as we said, it's all his intellect. So he needs to send, he needs brute strength, and they're all yeah. his little. And I know he them.
1: deliberately throws them out to like sacrifice them sometimes mm-hmm. just so they can distract or be. But like, it's, it's a character that I think is almost just as important to get right as it is for Ahsoka. I feel mm. like Ahsoka's yeah. already so, I want to say this, but I think she's already so perfect in my opinion that like her character's development so much, I think she's at a peak already. Like she has more to go in terms of how she's going to end her kind of legacy. However, Thrawn is so like underdeveloped in my opinion so far. Like he didn't get too much in Rebels, so I think he's almost more vital to the story than her.
0: I think you need to
1: add Ezra to that list.
0: Ezra Thrawn, uh, Ezra Thrawn, Ahsoka are the characters they need to,
1: yeah, treat the best, hundred percent.
2: Yeah, I was I was gonna say that I hope that we see some uh, fully trained Jedi, Ezra. Awesome, mm. you know, pow- powerful
1: Ezra. Once again, what does Ezra do in this period of time? Where, where, exactly. where does his, where does his career end? We don't know anything about him, really. You know what I mean? Career, his career. We don't even I, we don't
2: even know where he went, do we? We've thrown. so
1: mm-hmm. so who knows what could have happened while they were wherever they were. This is why theorizing and and talking about all this discussion is so worrying and exciting because. Everything we said now could be entirely wrong and we've just And the most likely that's excited. usually how it goes. Yeah, and we just made ourselves too excited and then our expectations are too high and then everyone on the internet goes, Oh, you expected too much. Ah, oh, Star Wars. Yeah. Well, too much. See, I,
2: as I was just saying all that about Thrawn and I hope that he's not a flawless villain. Well, I hope the same obviously about Ezra. I don't want him to be a flawless Jedi who's just able to do everything.
0: Well, yeah, he's not really. I think the the thing with Ezra and what has always been is he's been unsure and he's been unbalanced exactly, as a yes. as a person. And you see it throughout multiple times in Rebels. He embraces the dark side. So and I think they need to continue with that in the slightest. If he's a if he's I think see. they
2: need to continue with
0: that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And... I have got one more question, and I want a yes or no answer. No elaborations. Yep. It is the Bendu showing up in this series. Who? The Bendu. No. Right. no, hang on, I didn't hear what you guys said. Mark, you said No, no. no. You said. No. Okay, all right. all right.
1: What about you, Cooper? Yes. No way. No. I'm God. not elaborating.
2: I'm oh. just saying. I was thinking. I was actually thinking about this before, but I don't think. I don't think that would
1: bring him in. I think that's almost too many stack characters. That's my opinion. Yeah. Is Kanan appearing in the series?
2: Well, you see, that was another one of my points.
1: I don't, I
2: honestly, I don't think he will, but I have hopes that, that Kanan, even if we don't have to see him, if we can just hear him, hear his voice or something, you know, guiding Ezra or something if, like that. If, But I don't think, I don't think the actor for Kanan, whose name escapes me at the moment,
0: Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, I don't
2: think, I think I've heard that he, he didn't really want to do Kanan anymore. So, that's the thing. If they do just the voice, they can't really do it because if he doesn't want to do the voice. But if they actually have him in the show, I'd say they could recast him.
0: Yeah. Well, Freddie Prince Jr., he said from memory, he it's not that he didn't want to play Kane anymore. It's because he said the more Kanan is in Star Wars, the less effective his character
1: becomes it, or
0: something along those lines.
1: In other words, you know, I don't want to ruin the legacy of what he what he's well, done. Well, you know what? I
2: think that's very true of him to say that.
1: Uh in my opinion, it's like if this is the bar of he's certainly gonna show up, this is the middle ground, this is not at all. I think it fits like in the middle between not at all and middle ground because he's yeah. such an influenced character on the Rebels. However, his story is done. You know what I mean? I, agree. I, I agree, don't think yeah. he knows how to commune through a force. So I don't know if that's possibility. I don't know. But it's not possible. Yeah, so who knows, yeah.
2: Well, he supposedly did it to Ray.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah, which is, I mean, unless someone else, how do you get taught that when you're dead? I don't know. know. Yeah. All
0: right. But I, I still
1: think it would be cool to see him.
0: It would. I got one last thing before we end the episode. Yeah. I need you guys. I had some go around the room. Oh, you want to still discuss some points? I had a few other quick. All right, go go. We'll get to my thing later.
2: Actually, I only had one main one and Uh then one very funny one. But the the one I was going to say was simply. With the lightsaber combat. And I've brought it up so many times, but I want good lightsaber combat. Yeah. And I don't want baseball bats. I want lightsabers. In
1: the yeah, in the clip that they showed, the sound of the Inquisitor igniting his blade already sounds like the Rebels uh sound, which is pretty yeah. because in Obi-Wan they just didn't do that. They just did the most generic ignition yeah. sound ever. And that just shows lazy production design, in my opinion. So I'm I'm hopeful that you can't recreate Clone Wars style because it's animation. You can make him characters mm. flip and everything. But if it's fluid, not junky, fluid, yeah. fluid. and um, she's mastered... Acrobatic. Them. Yeah, acrobatic, but not too acrobatic like she was when she was younger because she's obviously older now. Like, I don't know. She just needs to be, like, strong with her attacks, but also, like, fluid and smart. So I don't... I think yeah. if people have expectations we- of, like, prequel, like, revenge stuff, I don't know if that's going to be the case. We- I think... We- even-
2: We've seen in the trailer that the lightsaber is able to cut through the ground, yeah. so that's a good sign. But we've go got we've just got to hope that it, you know that it doesn't just bounce off enemies like it did and in Kenobi,
1: especially New Republic officer. So, one. So hopefully that means we get some. Also, minor side point since we're still discussing stuff like this. I really don't want the New Republic to be in the forefront of this show. I don't. Really don't. If want anything,
2: them. I don't want the New Republic at all.
1: They are going to be in it though. You have to well, I, expect them to be. In I, it. I'd
2: prefer to just see you know the band, the rebel band, yeah, against um against Thrawn, their remnants of his faction of the Empire.
1: Because especially in the Mandalorian season three, because the Rangers show got cancelled, they had to implement stuff in that show, and that's another reason why there was some conflict of interest. I don't want it to be New Republic oriented we Neither were, do I. They're pretty hopeless with their their stuff we've seen, you know how they manage their technical stuff behind scenes and stuff. So I don't, I don't want that.
0: Well, there was that one trailer shot that showed the the three New Republic ships. Yeah. And based off of Lego set reveals, there will be a fight <laughs> with the New Republic in space. Yeah. So with their ships, so Ailyn
1: and Shin are in full trainer probably for like some you normal know, like some... oh yeah and
0: the, yeah that's right yeah good point good point
1: so I don't know. I hope it's just not the forefront. I don't want it to be forefront. It's not. I agree, I agree. But yeah, that's my... So,
2: if anyone else has anything else to add, otherwise I had a bit of a kind of a jokey point that I mentioned before the podcast, before we recorded. We're talking about Clone Wars characters and we've already done a bit of that throughout the podcast and if they're going to appear. But I just thought it would be really funny to say, what if Disney have kept it so well under wraps I don't think it's going to happen. What if Natalie Portman came in as Padme? Nah,
1: what man. if she was like in a flashback or something? Nah, she's she's not that connected to the Ahsoka, I don't think. I
2: know, but it'll just be so funny. Like yeah, if we're going to see fun. maybe Anakin flashbacks, because I think Ahsoka and Padme had a bit of a friendship in the show.
1: So you never know. A little bit, but... Yeah, I highly doubt it, true.
2: but you never know.
1: I don't think that would work for the storyline, but it would be fan servicey as hell.
2: It would just be so funny.
1: Is
0: that the title of the podcast? (laughs) Padme and Ahsoka? Padme and Ahsoka? That'd be hilarious. That'd be fun. I love it. it. Is that that everything? Yep.
2: That was all my points. All right.
0: I'm going to jump back to my thing quickly. This is the last thing I'm going to leave you on before we wrap up. Not going to leave you on. I'm going to ask you a question. I need you both, I don't care who goes first, to give me a score out of 10 to your excitement for this series and give me a one-sentence summary of what you think this series is... What you think... No, hang on, let me rephrase it. <laughs> what you are looking forward to the most in this series. There we go.
1: Go on, Mark. You go first.
0: Uh,
2: excitement. I'd probably have to say you're definitely up there, probably a 9 out of 10.
0: Nice.
2: And one sentence for what I want to see. I want to see... Very cool, strong, thrawn bad guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mine's gonna be a lot more generic than that, I think.
0: That sounds that sounded so much like when we used to do the um uh summary
1: That's so funny. funny.
2: That's what I was thinking of actually.
1: Yeah. Um My excitement eight out of ten. Uh the two is probably just because of the skepticalness. Otherwise you be mm, skepticism. Um And my sentence will be, well written, comma, good structure, comma, and character development with action, full stop. Nice.
2: Nice. I I just, I agree. Just, it needs to be well written. Yeah, well
1: written is the first one.
2: Yeah. It needs to be well written. We don't want another repeat of all the other Disney shows that we're bringing any.
0: (laughs) Yeah. you, Cooper. All right, I'm also going eight out of ten and my sentence is gonna be um Can't wait to see the rebels, comma Better Not Screw It Up.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's the main one. Yep. Better not screw it better up. Better not screw it up. That's the more, that's the episode name. Better not screw it up. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All
0: right. That was a good discussion. I thought um we really fleshed out what we've seen from yes. trailers and Kind of discussed a bunch of different things that we've kind of so, been thinking. So, yeah.
1: So how happy we are now, you'll see how unhappy we are after. The- <laughs> no, you will <laughs> see home our
2: home weekly reaction. So, it'll be interesting to see if we go up or if we go down. That's up it. And down, yeah.
1: Up and down.
0: Yeah. Up and down. All right. Um, go follow us on social media if you haven't already. We're on Instagram at Coruscant Nights. Uh, we post updates on there pretty much every week. Uh, also, TikTok. We're on TikTok. Same deal at Chorus and Nights. Um, We've got some really good edits going. Jack's killing it on the edit front, doing yeah. some really good stuff. No way, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're, not, you're not awesome. It's it's really good. Um, Facebook as well. We're on Facebook also at Chorus and Nights. Could you believe it? It's the same tag across all our social media oh. channels. Oh, that's uh, useful. Another <laughs> thing I should mention YouTube polls. We are mm. in the third round of our poster tournament. We're getting towards the end. There's only eight left. Mm. I'm very surprised that a lot have gone so far. I think only the the movie ones remain really, which is personally,
2: odd. I don't think the randomizer did a very good job because it always seems to be a good one against a bad one.
1: Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, it's, yeah.
0: It's, it's, I it's, mean, writing, uh... I that was a randomizer. Yeah, it was I a randomizer. I didn't choose it yeah. like that. It I definitely. Good. I definitely did not put The Last Jedi as number one. That was not me. That was <laughs> definitely the randomizer.
1: Wait, I was going to say, isn't, um, I can't remember It was it today or yesterday where you did the Mando versus Mando? Yeah, this that mornings one, yep. Yeah. That was crazy. That was, that was, they're both very close. Mm-hmm. They're both cool. guy, I think I have an opinion on one of them being better. I think season one's better in my opinion. I'm surprised
0: that the season two one beat out, um, I can't remember what it was. I'm going to have a look quickly. Um, But it beat out one of the ones
1: that I thought was going to win. If you remember.
0: I can't remember, but let me have a look quickly.
1: While you're doing that, yeah, I was going to say, while you're doing that, we'll we'll just quickly thank our Patreons for uh, uh, their continuous support and let someone else uh, say it. And uh, for Ben and Nikita to follow us on this journey and we hope that you guys enjoy the exclusive content and early releases of stuff. So we appreciate you guys very much.
2: We do. We appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Okay. And, I, well sorry, you go. No, you go, you go. I was gonna say it wasn't the one I was thinking of because it was it beat out The Last Jedi, which is sad. I think The Last Jedi is better. But um <laughs> the other good. one that surprised me is that Revenge of the Sith poster beat the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, because really? I I wasn't a big fan
1: of the Book of Boba yeah, Fett. The Book of Fett has two characters standing there. That's so yeah.
0: like No, but the anyway. the aesthetic
1: of the poster is awesome. Mm. No, nah, I
0: think
1: I think the movie post I think the original movie posters is why they're doing so well is because they just have that kind of um, it's like floating heads but done right because it has kind of like a film grain vintage. When Boba Fett is just standing there like this, with yeah. um, with uh, what's her name, Fennec next. next to him, I'm like that's so lame, <laughs> yeah. All right, well, yeah, so that's that's
0: um, that'll be wrapping up soon, I think. Before no, it won't be before a circumstance, but we're getting to the end, so go vote if you. Haven't been doing so because it's really good and, you know, one will win and we'll just yeah. find out which is the best one. Exactly. Yeah, I'm excited. Exactly. Am I missing anything else? I
1: don't think so. I don't so. think so. All really, right. Yeah. Everything. Well,
0: thank you guys for listening and watching. Uh, we appreciate your support as always and we will catch you next week for our first breakdown of Ahsoka. Nervous. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys.